All right. How are you doing, Hannah? Um, today is pretty good. I don't know how long it's been, like two to three weeks, somewhere in there. And I was told to expect big ups and downs for about three weeks. And I think that's been pretty par for the course, especially just for the kids. We had we have two uh, little boys and with uh, all the glass in the house and everything and being in your home that doesn't feel safe, like even on a subconscious mm. level is, uh, that was a roller coaster. Yeah. That was a roller coaster. Um, yeah. No, that's not easy. Is everybody's, are everybody's injuries healed now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thankfully. Okay. It, we, you know, like we, you weren't able to get into a hospital pretty much if you just needed stitches or things like yeah. that. So I'm just really thankful that everything, uh, the pharmacies did a great job. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, how was, how was your experience of uh, communicating with everyone from a distance? Yeah, it was definitely hard, but very different from the people who were there and who experienced it um for me it was definitely an emotional roller coaster because i was getting messages from different places people saying the same thing but not really knowing what's happening um and i was in a meeting while at the same time thinking about what's happening um where my family is trying to communicate with them but not really being able to because i was in that meeting and so um um it was it was quite uh, the emotional roller coaster the first night I remember coming home and just like crying and not knowing what's happening because I couldn't get a hold of my parents. Oh wow. Um but I I really have nothing to complain about uh, the people who were on the grounds um had a very much harder experience than me. It was just it, for me it was just um being kind of sucked into two realities and trying to deal with both of them at the same time. And uh, I think I'm still trying to do that at this point and trying to live my life here while at the same time mourning and grieving for Lebanon. Yeah, no, I mean, your experience is still relevant, I think, to people listening because um, it's just the reality. Most of us have friends and connections living in different countries and you know, like uh, like for me, I think of I was in the U.S. when uh, the Thalra started, when the October Revolution started, and I just remember my phone exploding with yeah, like, exactly, we're going out, like all all these pictures and like yeah. and and just feeling like, what is happening, you know? And mm. and it's a weird, it's a weird. Um, at that time, there's that combination of you know confusion and fear but also like my friends and like people are experiencing something that I'm on the outside of now yeah exactly um, yeah that's hard as well I mean I don't I don't feel like I necessarily want to be with them like I would have felt during the soda <laughs> um sure sure but in yeah, a different way is... yeah in a different way I would have um it would have been nice to be close to my family in this time um and my brother got married uh, a week after that. It was, it was such a mix of emotions. I would say, uh, oh wow, joy and grief and uh, confusion and all of it together. And that was not easy at all. I noticed that most of the people here reached out to me right away because they couldn't reach my parents at first. So 
I had hundreds of people texting me and asking about my family, asking about me, um, which is such a nice thing. But you know how hard and difficult it is in a time like this to be answering everybody. And mm -hmm. I had explained the situation so many times that I'm I'm just like reciting it like a robot. And people are like, oh, it's crazy that you can say it just like that. I would cry right away if I was saying, talking about it. <laughs> and I would be like, yeah, I know uh, I cried a lot, but it's, I've explained this about a hundred times at this point. So yeah, I kind of got it together. <laughs> at the same time, like I, I think there's a lot of power in sharing stories and, and, you know, you, if people are looking at Lebanon, especially with like so many mm -hmm. layers of crises and, and issues, it's like, if the tension is on us, like we have to tell what's happening. And, and, and so you feel that obligation as well. Like I know you've Definitely. been involved in like in trying to raise money for the relief and all of this, like it's, you know, people have their attention. You, it, it's a, you can't not share. And then, so there's that as well, you know? Exactly. But how is it for you on the ground with the people around you who have experienced it with you, who know about it? What do you talk about? Um, That's a good question. How do you live life? Do you talk about it or do you ignore it? Do you, how do you move on? I mean, uh, right away, people were saying like, I'm already tired of talking about this and just like add it to the list of things that you're tired of talking about, you know, in this the year of our Lord 2020. Exactly. Um, and I and I feel like this is the thing. It's like you you can't stop processing it because to not ask the person where they were when it happened and 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 how they're doing, it's like you can't mm -hmm. not talk mm -hmm. about it. But um, but there's definitely a fatigue. I feel like the one thing that is um, is helpful is first of all, there's a lot of practical things to do. And so if you feel paralyzed, um, there's so many initiatives and the cleanup and everything. I think that did help uh, people because it's just hard to know what you can say. Um, for a lot of us, like there just became this extreme focus on your kids or your friends' kids, like answering their questions and going through it with them. It was kind of secondhand processing yeah. because the way they... The way it becomes so much simpler and in their experience because they didn't have all the scenarios of what it could be you know so you're like working through with them reality and yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was helpful I have this list of people in my head that reached out to me that I haven't fully connected with and I'm usually someone who's very available yeah it's a lot to deal with um, my heart goes out to all the people who are still in Lebanon and who are still in the crisis after the explosion. Um, the people who are greatly affected. Uh, I I wish I could give you a hug, but I can't. It's 2020. <laughs> oh, so sad. Uh, it's, it's so sad. <laughs> Like seriously, the the one thing you need after all of this is a good hug, mm -hmm. but you can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that's the last thing I would say about this is just like 
So now our, we're going to start another two-week lockdown. Actually, uh, probably the day this episode goes out, it will have started. And um, like a full lockdown and everything closed and everything. And and I feel like, yeah, like with our with our podcast and with what we're doing, that's, there's always been this awareness that we have and that we talk about on our own, which is like people are so isolated from each other, you know? And this was way before the, you know, virus that we started talking about this issue it's like people are not feeling like they're understood or seen or whatever and like now at this time after going through you know trauma and difficulty and conflict like I know there's many things happening around the world beyond this uh, but Mm. it's just like you have all of these layers that that separate us from one another because no one can share that experience and then on top of it you yeah. have to distance and isolate and stay home and and cover your mouth and mm-hmm. all these weird like science fictiony scenarios that are just like so anyway anyways it's crazy. You know, all this to say like we really need to continue this project i think like it's it's still so important to pursue a good conversation and getting to know one another you know as life keeps changing yeah i agree um i think one of the episodes that we recorded just before this happened uh was about music and how you can connect to people through music and honestly thinking about it right now i feel like music really helped me to process a lot of this trauma um when I was here alone, I couldn't talk to anybody and I didn't want to talk to anybody anymore about it. I I was just able to kind of turn on some songs I knew were saying the right words that allowed me to access these feelings and to go through them. And it's crazy. It's crazy how much came out when I was sitting in a train for two hours, listening to a specific playlist and... I was just really able to go there and feel what I needed to feel and allow it to kind of come up because it was definitely pushed down. Um, And wearing a mask and sunglasses is great because no one else noticed anything. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just in tears in the train. (laughs) But... But it was good. It was something I definitely needed. And I feel like maybe in this time especially, we need little, have little escapes into... Yeah, breaks, yeah. Breaks, yeah. I know you can't really escape it if you're in it, but small breaks for your mind, for Mm. your emotions. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's why I think that it's relevant to talk about it now. Yeah, and 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 that's that's perfectly said because um, like since we had these, we have two more episodes, at least two actually, like that we had recorded before this happened, and we we took a break from posting. I mean, first of all, because I just couldn't do anything on my phone except uh, update people, um, yeah. but also because uh, like the episodes because they're not about this you know it just felt like as ah, appropriate and so on but you know what I do think that that posting something on a that feels neutral you know like music and food and these things first of all 
there are times where you want to talk about something different. And so because, you know, you're in a lockdown with your family or you're, you're texting your friends and it, maybe it just introduces something else you can talk about. But also yeah. because it is actually quite relevant, as you say, mm-hmm. to process things with music and extend uh, it to one another. Like I was just saying, send me some of these songs you're listening to. I, yeah, I will. I, I, I would love that. And I think if you are someone, you know, you want to you want to reach out to someone or connect with them you don't want to pressure them to reply or something what a nice gesture to be like hey i'm thinking of you i was listening to this song and i just thought like mm-hmm. i wish mm-hmm. i could express this to you in person or something like that you know yeah. and and send like a youtube video or whatever send a song i i really feel like those things are things that can wrap you up in um yeah. in a shared experience you know and I'm going to go ahead and say this. Um, if you're someone who feels like you want to uh, listen to songs that help you process, but you you don't really know how to get there, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. I will try to make a playlist and uh, and share it. It's on Spotify, but um, I'll, I'll do my best. That's great. Yeah, please reach out to us. I think that's great. We're going to be posting again on Instagram. And, and actually, I think I'm going to be pretty intentional about it during the lockdown and, and just and thinking a lot about how to keep keep processing this and also posting things unrelated as well, just to give us things to talk about. Great. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for just for listening to this and and uh and reaching out caring about us next week we'll have a new episode um it's the one we have already recorded about music and i i really think you'll enjoy it so we'll talk to you next week